Uh, welcome to Break Room BS. I'm Gable. I'm Dave. You're listening to us talk it's, about. It's us. Uh, oh, here. Hello. All Elite Wrestling. It's us. Uh, this is this is very homoerotic. We're all Elite Wrestling. Yes. It's us. Uh, we literally just finished the show right now. It is Wednesday night at 10.02 p.m. That's pretty fast. Eastern Standard Time. That's pretty fast. Yeah, we're good. Hey, how about that full gear? Dude, that was a fucking great show. Sure was. Highlights of the show were probably the Pac match, Pac and Hangman. Yeah, that was great. We'll talk about the rubber match here coming up tonight. Um, we got uh, we what, another great match was that Cody versus Jericho match. Oh yeah. Um, spoilers if you have not watched the Full Gear on pay per view, uh, MJF turns on Cody at the end of the match. Sure did. Ultimately, is the reason why Cody lost. Although, it, I mean, it is actually more of the storyline that Cody probably would have lost anyway and would have like just died. Yeah, he'd be dead right now. He yeah. saved his life, really. Yeah. MJF. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cody doesn't care about anyone. Um, yeah. So there was that that match and the non-sanctioned match was which was Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. That's him. That's that yeah. Moxley guy. Which was also another phenomenal match, that no matter great. what the uh, wrestling journalists say. Dude, I was wondering what happened after uh, it went off the air, because, dude, we walked out of there the moment it went off the air, because we were scared the garage was going to close at midnight. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude, it wasn't over. T- it didn't go off the air until fucking 1140. Yeah. It was so late. So I don't even know if anything happened after that. If it didn't miss it, it sucks. But that, that was that was by far my favorite show I've gone to live for AEW. It was my favorite AEW show I've gone to. I loved it. I loved the entire show. Yeah, that shit was really good. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, dude, a, a lot of people didn't like that Moxley event. Oh, not a lot of people. A lot of the wrestling journalists had very negative things to say about this match. Yeah, I don't get it. It was fine. Um, I mean, dude, the story, ultimately what it comes down to is the story was two guys wanted to kill each other. They did. All right? They didn't want to live anymore. You have them in a match. They try to kill each other. They did try to kill each that other. That was the story. That's what we got. And it was fucking great. I agree with everything you just said. Especially the great part and the killing part. Yes. It was like the killing joke, but with wrestlers. What? what yes. Because they killed people. In yes. Nobody died in that, did they? N- uh, n- maybe. What a misleading title. There's no killing at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone dies in that. Yeah, probably not. You can't think. So, going into full gear. Going into full gear, we were at the day in our fantasy league. Dave was at 50 points, and Gable was at 100 points. Dave got stomped on the first week of Dynamite. Yes. So then Full Gear happened, and Dave got 110 points in one night. You're you're Dave. He killed it. I'm you, Dave. You are Dave. After Full Gear, we were 160 me to 150 Gable. I was winning. That's crazy. Yeah. And then we had a... Uh, we watched Dark after Full Gear because I didn't even fucking know it happened right before Full Gear. Yeah, I, I didn't hear about that until you said something a few days later. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I'm assuming I got a notification but ignored it because I was doing stuff. You get so many notifications that are just yeah. bullshit, so... Yeah, so after Full Gear, we were then tied at 190 to 190 points. 
So this was a close one, which all came down to tonight. And we'll, uh, we'll see what happened tonight as we go through. Yes. Yeah, we'll see what happened. Anything else before this, uh, before tonight's show? Anything else to, to touch on from full gear or anything else before this? It's pretty much it, right? Um, I mean, how do you feel about MJF turning? Uh, I loved it, although I, sh- I wish they would have waited longer. I think I'm ind- indifferent about the time that they did it, but I, di- I did really enjoy the uh, how they did it and everything. Well, I love that he threw in the towel. Yes. And, like, he's sitting here asking for forgiveness, and then he turns on him. And it's great because, like, he threw in the towel, basically costing Cody any further title shots, and then he's just like, eh, now I'm going to turn on you. It was great. The the whole term was great. I loved it. Um, like I said, I wish it would have waited longer, but I still loved it. Mm-hmm. But I also loved that a fan threw something on him and then it immediately got taken out by Atlas. Dude, I, I, I love that the fans are so mad that they're throwing objects in the ring. That fan, well, that not, fan missed the, uh, the quote-unquote main event. On the ramp. Um, what else happened here? So it wasn't really the main event, but... Yeah, I mean, dude, like, a big... Uh, what the fuck? What was I going to say? I don't know. Lost my train of thought. I mean, we didn't talk about the biggest part of the whole weekend, which was when Dave got to meet Riho. Yeah, you and Riho had a moment. We had a moment. We touched, and then I, I did something inappropriate and got in trouble. Sonny Ono started yelling at me. Sonny Ono was there as her interpreter. Sonny Ono, who is that? Why does that sound familiar? Yeah, he's some guy that used to work in New Japan a long time ago. He's friends with Eric Bischoff or some shit, some such shit. Sonny Ono. Yeah. Cassius Ono? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, it was pretty funny whenever uh, I, whenever I met Taz, I was talking to him. And this was obviously before Full Gear happened. And I, we, was, we were talking about his commentating. I was like, oh, it's cool to see you commentate again. Is this something you want to do is do more commentating? He was like, yeah. And he was talking about how he'd like to do more wrestling commentating. And I remember when I listened to him a long time ago, I remember he mentioned that he's doing live radio. So even if he wanted to do wrestling commentating, he just doesn't have time. And then so I was like, so is that something you want to do, though, to like you, like to travel every week to do the commentating whenever you're doing the radio show? And he's like, dude, I've been ready to leave radio for six months. I don't even like it anymore. I was like, damn. And then he showed up on full gear for the pre-show for commentary. There it is. A sort yeah. of interview with Taz we just had there. Yeah. Exclusively here on Break Room BS. Yeah. Kind of, uh, sort of. Mostly. That's England? That looks like like ancient Greece or something. Vietnam. Nam. Back in Nam. That looks of, like a big penis. I don't think of anything else that stood out during the, the StarCast that's worth even saying. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't meet. I didn't meet a ton of people. Moxley, the Bucks again. Cody again. PP. I met PP. Who's PP? Private party. Proud and powerful. Oh. Proud and powerful. Yeah, it was the worst star cast of the three that I've been to. That's for sure. But it was a good time. Well, they had what they had it in like a, a closed like a. It's a uh, abandoned Kmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an abandoned Kmart, and then like forty percent of it was closed off anyway to the public. You couldn't even get to it because of like it was condemned. Yeah, there was like pants and stuff that were on fire, and or fucking like old fucking Sega Genesis games that were melted on the floor from all the wear and tear. The ET games, all the ET games were hidden in that Kmart. It's right? Atari, okay, Atari. They were buried in the Walmart yeah. in the desert, in the Kmart in the desert. 
<laughs> Did I ever tell you that story about Finch where he got so fucking pissed? Well, no. About E.T. and Atari? No! Tell me. What are you yelling at me for, you piece of shit? Eh, just to wake, like, like wake you up. So, it was me, Brooks, and Finch. And Finch tells us how that uh, all these Atari, all these E.T. Atari games got buried in the desert because they couldn't sell them. This is true. And then we started laughing at him, mostly Brooks. Sort of laughing. I was like, yeah, I, I don't think so. He's like, yeah, it is. I read it in the Game Informer magazine. He's like, oh, okay. Just because you read it in a magazine, it's true, I'm sure. And like, <laughs> we get making fun of him, mostly Brooks. And uh, he got <laughs> so fucking pissed, dude. He was pissed off. And then eventually there was a, um, a documentary where they even like talked about it and said that it happened and everything. He was like, I fucking told you, Ad-. Dude, he was so mad about that. <laughs> he was mad for years about that because he kept making fun of him, mostly Brooks, about it. But um, <laughs> Mostly but I mean the qualifiers. I mean they weren't just randomly buried in a desert. They were put in a weight in a, in a landfill that was already an established landfill. Yes. it wasn't like Atari took a dump truck and just drove into the middle of the desert and just started digging, <laughs> <laughs> which is a funny visual. Yeah, they met Brad Pitt up. Met, met up with Brad Pitt and like had this box. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what's in the box? It was ET's head. But uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, but, was, but he was right. He was really right, and he was very angry about that. But that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh... Yeah. I guess we can talk about this show oh, now. Oh, fuck my head. guess we can talk about this show. So... This show. A.W. Dynamite oh, from fuck. November... I didn't watch that yet. From November... The... 13th. I don't know what fucking today is. I think it's the 13th. I think the last week was the 6th. It's the 13th. Add seven days. Math. Whatever. <laughs> it's November 13th. This is in Nashville. So we started off with a package from Kenny Omega... Um, with him uh, being checked over by the doctor um, after his brutal war, his brutal war on Saturday, he had a very noticeably fake black eye that looked devastating. Um, I thought I thought they just took a bunch of charcoal and just rubbed it all over his eyeball or something. But uh, he had a <laughs> he had a black eye. His back was all fucked up. His back was definitely fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So they did a great job of just showing how bad that match was. And then I also like the moment where he asked how he, he asked the doctor, he's like, "So how Moxley do?" And he's like, yeah, he got he was pretty messed up too, but he got cleared. So clearly, so Ken, Kenny's not cleared. Yeah, Kenny got the worst of it. Yes, Kenny got the worst of it. Um, so we had that package, and then we start off with John Moxley versus Michael Nakazawa. Um, you remember what happened at the very beginning of the match, right before the bell rang, or when he, the bell? Rang? Uh, he threw the uh, the oil away. Yeah, he had the, he had the oil out, and he was like, "Fuck this." Yeah. He uh he's so mad he's not he's not fucking around with oil. There's no comedy in this match. Yeah, because yeah, they showed uh in the package they showed Michael Nakazawa and Riho standing there when Kenny was uh checking with the doctor. So he was mad for his buddy. His buddy. This was a long match. What happened in this match? This is not a long match. No. Um, I think what Moxley did what a paradigm shift and it ended the match like yeah. almost after like like a minute of wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it was very fast. Then he, he cut a nice promo where he basically challenged the world. And he's going to burn AEW to the ground. And he's going to jerk off in the ashes or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, next up we have... This is key to remember. He did challenge everyone. He challenged everyone. And then at this point, Dave pulled down his pants and showed his huge, gigantic, enormous, extra long, extra long vagina. It's not extra large, it's extra long. It says large. Yeah, I thought it said long at first. <laughs> I have an extra long vagina. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, it's long, man, you know? I guess so. Olivia stretches for days. <laughs> What's next? 
Um, next up we have. Oh, uh, whoa, 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 Dalton Castle. Whoa, 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 whoa. So that was 20 points for Gable when Moxley won. <laughs> bringing, the, bringing an extra 20 points for Gable, making it, I think, 210 for Gable. So he's up by 20 points now. Yeah. And then Dave got sad. And he's like, yeah, he's, I'm not out of it yet. I still got a chance. There's still plenty of shit. Still hope for Dave. And then we saw Dark Order versus Jurassic Express or Jungle Express, Lucha, whichever you want to call Lucha it. Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was a match. It was definitely a match. I was definitely hoping Jurassic Express would win. Yeah, I uh, I thought it would be... I was thinking they were going to go with the route that they were going to have Jungle Boy uh, come out like real strong, put him over, and then that way whenever uh, Luchasaurus comes back, they're pretty much unstoppable. See what yeah. I'm saying here? You also said that you think Dark Order would win at some point. Yeah. I, and, I, and then whenever the moment you said it, I was like, I think he's fucking right. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I, because I think it was after you're like, yeah, I can see Dark Order winning this. And I was like, you know what? They haven't won anything ever. So you might be right. Yeah. And then I got sad. But uh, yeah, they didn't do the Jungle mm. Boy gimmick you mentioned. They had, they had Dark Order went over, giving Gable another fucking 20 fucking points. That's right. And Dave started getting sad. After the match, we have uh, Dark Order, specifically Evil Uno, approaching Marco Stunt with a mask, As asking him yeah. to join. As he sat on one of his creepers. Dark Order. We have Marco Stunt reaching out to grab it. That Jungle Boy runs in, snatches it from him, and says, No, he no. will not join you. No, he gives him his dinosaur yes. mask instead. And but Marco Stunt reached for because he's a little pussy. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting to see if he ever turns on. His, his his faction there. He apparently doesn't take much to turn Marco Stunt to show him a mask. He's like, maybe I will leave. He, he really <laughs> like... Well, he got really excited whenever Luchasaurus gave him a match. Maybe. Yeah, he did. Maybe, maybe... Okay, here's the thing. He's either really excited for masks or he just liked the thought of having like an orgy with all those creepy dudes. Maybe that's maybe. what it was. One, it has to be one of the two. Yeah. So after Jungle Boy throws down the ma- mask, um, you have... Uh, Evil Uno, him down, yeah. Evil Uno says, "All right, that's fine. I I, I, I respect, respect that." that yeah. And then he says, "Go get him." And then everyone get all the creeps and uh, what's that dude's name? I keep forgetting. Oh, uh, Sean, Stu Grayson. Sean Spe- Stu Grayson uh, runs and uh, beat them down, and then out to the rescue comes Luchasaurus. Yeah, the crowd was already even chanting for him before he even came yeah, out. They were ready for Luchasaurus yeah. to return. Dude, that dude's over as fuck. He really is. He's so over. I'm excited to see what they do with Luchasaurus going forward and the Lucha or the the Jurassic Express. Yeah. Yeah, I want to call them the Lucha Express every fucking time. Man, you think they'll get so big to the point where they're like, let's just have a feud with the Inner Circle. Let's give them a big fucking push. I mean, maybe. Dude, Luchasaurus is so fucking over. Yeah, I think they'd have to work. They'd have to beat Private Party, the Young Bucks first. Then, then they get their feud with Inner Circle, yeah. or whoever's the top guys. So some order around that area. I mean, or they can just start pushing Luchasaurus as like a singles guy. Just start doing. They like could do that too and stuff. But yeah, I, I was telling Gable earlier. I was like, dude, if you'd have told me whenever Luchasaurus showed up in Ring of Honor, this dude would be as over as he is. I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, right, dude. This guy's silly as this fuck. This dude's gonna have stadiums chanting for him. One yeah, day. I remember seeing. Him, I was like, dude, what the fuck is this Luchasaurus guy? This is silly. I'm sorry, not stadiums, arenas. Yeah, stadium seating arenas. Stadiums, stadium stadiums are bigger. They are. They're a little bit bigger. Not much. Only a couple hundred seats, really. <laughs> a couple. I mean, I mean, sure. Yeah, only a couple hundred seats. 
I don't understand why seats are so different in arenas. Sometimes I'm squished and sometimes I got room. It's upsetting. So then we had um, Luchasaurus returned, and he uh, they dominated. And what was next? The lights went out. Uh, Sean Spears. We have Sean Spears showing up for his match against Peter Avalon, assisted by, accompanied by Leva Bates. Yeah, and her butt. And as Peter Avalon's uh, about to cut a promo about how Nashville sucks, you have Darby Allen coming. Yeah. So it's a three-way match. Yeah. Well, there's two things we're going to talk about here. First, we're going to get in Dave's head. We're going we're gonna to sit in Dave's head as he looks at Dave being down by 40 points. You, He's like, who do we got coming up here? You explain. I got to pee. I'm like, all right, we got Peter Avalon coming out. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. We have Sean Spears out there. I'm like, all right, so we got Sean Spears and Peter Avalon. I got 0% chance of getting any points here. And then the icing on the jizz on Dave's face cake, we have Darby Allen. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is probably another 20 points for Gable because Gable has Spears and Allen. So that was pretty unfortunate for Dave. And Alan came out on his skateboard. One thing that was really cool, the StarCast, uh, Alan brought a skateboard deck and he had it sitting in his table. And apparently word got around right after he got there that he only had one and he was selling it for 50 bucks. I'm like, that would have been cool to fucking buy that. And then moments after we everyone found out he had it, someone went to go buy it and it was fucking gone. That thing sold fast as fuck. So you can make a killing selling skateboard decks. But... Yeah, so Dave was sad, and then uh, Gable's going to talk about his, uh, his his thoughts about uh, certain people who uh, have black before they come out. It goes dark. My thoughts? I mean, it's just really more of a statement. Let's hear um, your fucking statement then, you I, fuck. I remember tweeting out during a show from our account. Uh, they, dude, there definitely seems to be some parallels going on with the entrances between Cody and Sean Spears. They had that feud with Sean Spears coming into AEW. And I, I think they initially were going to go with that, but then Cody started getting really over, and then they put that on the back burner with Sean Spears to work on this feud with Jericho, all right? So I, I think we are ultimately going to get a, a bigger, more intense feud with Sean Spears and Cody, um, just, just because I, I think they're trying to have some, like I said, some parallels between the two characters. I mean... It's a subtle thing just to have the lights start with them out at the beginning of the, the their entrance. But I mean, I'm assuming he did, well, obviously, because he debuted when he attacked Cody, right? That was his debut, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, he I, I would assume that they purposely did that to have him mock Cody, right? His entrance. Like, the lights going out. Poss- like he, Possibly. I mean, yeah. I, I would I think- remember if Cody did that at that point. Because whenever he first did that, I was like, who the fuck's this going to be? Oh, yeah, maybe he didn't. Mm. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, but I, I hope they do something with this, this lights angle. Yeah, I don't know what their thought process was as to like why they started the feud and then they had one match and just stopped it when they did. I, I, th- I honest to God think it's because they put it on the back burner for something else, and I think they're going to build back to that after, probably maybe after this. Well, yeah, but like I'm just seeing, but why though? Like, why put it on the back burner for something else? Because I think they noticed Cody getting more over than Dude, he should Cody have Dude, Cody's over as fucks. Like, he's always been over as fuck. Yeah, I, but I think they noticed that he's more over when they started doing these these uh, these shows every week, and he's getting over in every town. Like, like I, I don't think they they anticipated. I mean, they could have. I mean, 
I mean, dude, I honestly think Cody's over as now as he was as all in. I think he's always been this. I like, think he's more over. He gets the biggest pops at every show they've done. Like, he's been huge. I think he's more over. That's my opinion. Yeah. Um. What, what else? Uh, dude, this match, though. I What match? This match. I can't speak on the in-ring storytelling. But I, I'm a big fan of what they had going on with this match. You have Joey Janela coming down to mess with Sean Spears. And then he went into anaphylactic shock. Did you see him fucking twitching and fucking... JR said he thinks he's having a seizure. That's pretty funny. And then you, you're also building Darby Allen versus uh, John Moxley at the end of this match. Yeah, basically, so Janela ran down and started fighting Spears, and they went into the crowd and just left, making it just Allen versus Peter. Peter boy. Peter. And then Darby just basically just kicked his ass and won. So then uh, afterwards, Alan cuts the promo. I accept your challenge, Moxley. And that's what he did. He accepted it. So that'll be an interesting feud. Interesting yes. fight. So this gave uh, fucking Gable another 20 points. So Dave's getting destroyed now. 60 points. Yeah. There we go. Do you want to uh, do a save? Yes. All right. Exactly we will be back point. after... A not a commercial break. And we are back. We just missed so much gold. That was probably the best return in the history of any podcast ever. (laughs) We both said we don't wash our hands after we piss, and then my pee is a weird color. Was your pee really a weird color? It was a weird yellow-green. I don't know. Yellow-green? Yeah. I don't know. It was strange. Are you sure it was green? It was yellowish-greenish. It wasn't green. It was yellow-green. Like, it was more yellow than green. There's only some green in there. Well, freaky. Like flakes of green? Yeah. Did you ever like poop neon green? Yeah. What'd you eat? Uh. Mine were some weird colored Oreos. I think it was Steelers Oreos made me poop ah, neon green. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. You get the uh, the cookies from the bakeries the, the with all the frosting and shit. They always have a shit ton of dye in it uh. and they make your poop weird colors. Yeah. The blue ones make your, make your poop like a teal. It's funny. Jackie was explaining something about dying liquor, and I got confused, and I kept... I, I had her explain it to me three times, and the last time I pretended that I understood. <laughs> because James and Dakota were standing there, and I kept saying I didn't understand, so I started feeling dumb, so I was like, oh yeah, I get it now. I didn't really get it. I still don't understand what's happening. Well, explain it. Let's see if I can figure it out. Okay, well, she said that she's going to do something where... Because you have to clean the lines every week in this new machine, right? Sure. So... What you have to do is you have to drain what's in there, which is all the liquor, and run sanitized water through and then run liquor through again. So she was like, so she was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run a, a, a bottle of sanitized water through with dye so then I know when the liquor is done going through so I can see how much liquor is in there so we know how much to waste. And then... I don't want to always have to put the dye in, so I'll put it in a big container, too. And then when I run the other thing through, I'll see how much is in there. And then that's when I get lost. I follow up to then, and then everything just explodes in my head, and I'm like... Dude, I, like I understood, like, the dye thing, because you can see, like, when it changes yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff. I follow up to then, and then she starts talking about putting it all in a big container so she doesn't have to put the dye in every week, and then seeing how much is there. And I'm like, I want to understand, but it just won't work. <laughs> And she keeps saying it, and then I was just like, oh, yeah, I, I get it this time now. Maybe you were having a stroke. I never understood it. 
Maybe you're having a stroke. The more I think about it, I think she's trying to say that because you can't run the diet every week, so you don't know when to stop. Like, you don't know when, whenever you put the sanitized water through, right? This is how I felt. This is how I felt when I listened to her. When you're running the sanitized water through, you have to put the alcohol back in, right? Well, how do you know whenever you're done with the sanitized water if it's not dyed every week? You see what I'm saying? How do you know when the sanitized water ends and the alcohol begins? Because it's all clear. So I think what she's saying is if she's she, going to measure all of it so you know how much to run through and it should be done by then. Yes, I was going to say that. Yeah. All right. That was... Whew, that was a, dude, that was a trip right there, it's man. still fugazi, We though. just went through a journey together. All I'm saying is don't ask me to do it. That's all I'm saying. Dude. Because after I get done, we're going to be serving fucking like blue raspberry icy in that fucking machine. I don't know what I'm doing. That machine's fucking stupid. Can't we just run, like, poison through there to figure out when it's done? That's what alcohol is. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell Jackie to listen to this part. That machine smells like costal. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I said that at work in front of three people and no one laughed. I was like, this is bullshit. That was fucking funny. It was fucking funny. <laughs> oh, that's good uh, shit. It smells like. <laughs> that's not funny. That's hilarious. It's <laughs> not funny. It's hilarious. Dude, the game's on a Thursday this week. We're gonna be dead tomorrow. Nice. It's tomorrow night. I don't work tomorrow night. What does that do me? Will you work tomorrow? Yeah, I do. I work every Thursday night almost. What time do you come in? Probably like four or something. Oh. I don't know. You coming in early because you want hours? It might come in at three. That's pretty early. <laughs> wow. <laughs> cool, man. I might even start at three. The only reason I'm coming in at three is because I don't know if I start at three or four. Oh. Uh, I was like, why would you come in at three and not start at three? What the fuck did you just say that for? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, let's talk about the AEW again. I don't give a fuck about his hernia. Isn't he like a basketball player in hockey? Yeah. All right. What did we do last? Well, the Sean then. Spears match, the three-way, the threesome. Yeah, Dave's just getting raped. That's what it is. Yeah. What's the next match, if you had to take a guess? Nyla Rose. Wrong. It's Danny Jordan versus Nyla Rose. I hate you. Uh, this is when Dave got happy because he's like, "Time for the comeback," even though it's not possible. Uh, Nyla Rose won. It was a it was a pretty big squash. Yes, it was a squash. We everyone knew it was a squash, and they squashed her. She got squashed. Yeah, that was the that was the match. That was the squash there. It, squanch. Um, yeah. Nyla Rose won. Move on to the next match. I'm done. There's no next match. I hate you. Move on to the next match. I'm done. It's not a match. Move on to the next segment. What was it? Uh, the backstage. No. No, that was after something else. Um, it's right after the women's match, so it kind of makes sense. Jessica Rabbit fucked Roger Rabbit on the on the in the ring. They're married. They have the same last name, so it's fine. Yeah. Allie. It's like bestiality. Oh, she's a bunny too. Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah, Allie came out for a promo and she's like, I'm hot, and she might have said something else as well. 
But then, um, then Gable goes, well, why is this candle on the screen? Yeah. I was like, because yeah. Awesome Kong's coming out. It would have blow the cover. I, I, think they, I, mean, I think they fucked that up. I think a lot of people realized it was going to happen anyway, because, like, why the fuck are you interviewing yeah. Allie? Yeah. So Allie's doing this promo. I knew then... there was an angle coming, and if you had to think about it, the only angles they've been doing with shit like this is the Awesome Kong stuff. Yeah. But, I mean... What if they keep doing this where, like, as people are doing things or as the match is going on, they'll have the, 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 the screen, the Titantron thing come up first to indicate. Yeah, I mean, I assume they fucked up, but maybe it could be something else. Something like what I just explained. Yeah. So she comes out and destroys Allie and they cut her hair and then she fucking sniffs it and tastes it and licks it and puts it in her vag and heads on her way. That's what happened there. I, st- I think it's fake hair. <laughs> Gable laughed at me and he's like, maybe. Yes. It was a good conversation we had. It was very in-depth. Yes, yes. It was very in-depth. Do you think they're building towards a monster versus monster, Nyla versus Kong thing? I don't give a fuck about that match. It doesn't matter what you fucking give a fuck about. We're fucking talking about it, and we're fucking speculating here. You think that's what they're doing? I guess. I think they're going to have Kong like go through all these people and steal all their hair and then try to do Nyla, and I was like, I'm not fucking taking this shit. And then they're going to like have a big collision, and it's going to be terrible. Is that only gonna be a heel or a face? I think she'd have to be a face. Yeah, I think they gave up on Nyla heel. It just didn't seem to be working. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's like it's like you you, you kind of feel like you're not allowed to hate her. Yeah, if you hate her, then you're uh, it's a hate crime. It's like the Black Panther movie. Yeah, you have to like her, or else you're a bad person. Yeah. I hate Nyla Rose. I don't give a fuck. All right, next up we have... What's that shirt for? What? Oh, it's a Halo. It's the legendary difficulty symbol on Halo. Hmm. The one next to it is, uh... It's Bad Luck Fallout. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The Under Sob. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, why is it backwards? <laughs> he bought a faulty shirt. That's fucked up. That's stupid. It's because he's like from New Zealand and shit's upside down there. No, it's not. It's backwards there. I believe in sacrificing people. No, that's upside down, dude. You have upside down face. Boss. All right. Now we have... It's boss time! Now we have uh, the, the Chris Jericho. Christopher Jericho comes out for a promo. Yes. He comes out. He says some funny stuff. And then uh, and then the lights go out. And Cody's entrance comes. And then Dave says it's probably MJF and it'll be funny. Dave says it's Cody time. That's what I said. And then, <laughs> and Cody, then, and then he climaxed. And then Cody came out. <laughs> it was not Cody. It was MJF. We had MJF. This, well, not disguised as Cody, but imitating Cody. Yeah, he even Cody did the, music, yeah. the the hand rile up the crowd thing coming down the yeah. thing while making a mocking face. It was he made a mockery of Cody's entrance. It was, it was hilarious. Great. It was great. MJF is hysterical. He came in the ring, cut a promo. What, what did he talk about for this promo, Dave? I uh, basically talked about how uh, Cody is a user. He used him. All he cares about is himself. 
Blah, blah, blah. He's tired of Cody's selfishness and being used by him, so fuck him. And saying basically. Cody is actually the bad guy here, yeah, he's not the him. the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This promo was fantastic. That I was, was great. I was interested the whole time. Um, dude, in my opinion, he outshined Jericho on the mic during this promo. I have a comment for you about that. Let's fucking comment away, then. I would not be the least bit surprised if Jericho was just like... I'm just going to stand here, I'm going to give him his time, and I'm not even going to try to upstage him because Jericho is all about putting giving these younger putting people, people yeah, over. Yeah, giving them the spotlight, and that's why he picked all these people for Inner Circle. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if he was just like... I need to, I need to still be me without overdoing yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Oh, my God, dude. He's so great, then. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he did, who knows, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I, I definitely I be believe you. I definitely believe that. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, there was a lot of back and forth. There was a whole lot of uh, a teasing. If if it, this went on for a while, if if, if MJF was going to be in the inner circle, if Jericho won him in the inner circle, and they were kind of like ripping on each other, making some funny comments. It was great. It was great. There was a lot of funny funny back and forth stuff, and then eventually it gets to the point where uh, they were just fucking with us, and they hug, and they're like, "Hey, you know who really sucks? Cody!" And then they laughed at all of us, and then they uh, and then they hugged, and then. Then Cody came out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember what happened here because I was I was making a tweet to get us. Yeah, famous. Cody came out with his fucked up face. Yes, yeah. And uh, uh, I remember Jr. Apple Quentin guy, whatever the fuck his name is, he was out there and he tried to stop him. And the Cody's like, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. And he's like, I'm fucking doing it. And then he fucking turned around and he ran down to the <laughs> ring. I'll do it again, dude. He ran into the ring. And this was the most botched slam I've ever seen in my life. Did yeah, you see I, this? No, I missed that because oh, that's when I was sending the tweet. I got sad. Basically, it was the the the, the, the move he did afterwards where uh, Jericho runs at him. He does a really quick slam. Yeah, the slam. quick slam he does. Yeah. He does that all the time. He gets in the ring. Jericho comes at him. He goes to do it. And they both kind of just fucking fall on each other and roll over. It was it was bad. But then uh, I believe he hit MJF, and then they did the move again, and, they, and then they held the second time. So whatever, shit happens. And then we have a debut of Wardlow. Who's that? MJF's bodyguard. Well, yeah, but who is he? Have you seen him before anywhere? Uh, he, uh, I seen him wrestle at IWC. He was he came off to me as a baby face because he okay. was uh, feuding with uh, Jackson Argos who is a really big heel in that company, and he's actually really great to see. So if you ever see his name on a card for a show and you're teetering whether or not to go, I recommend seeing Jackson Argos. Yeah, um, yeah but the Wardlow, um, uh, big guy, big muscular guy. Um, so Gable, Gable got to have the joy of seeing someone debut that he saw on the indies beforehand. Yes. Which is pretty cool. It was fun. I got my picture taken yeah. with him. I got his shirt for before. free. Yeah, well, for free if you if you purchase a shirt. But the photo was free. The photo was free with the purchase of a That's shirt. Right. Yeah. That's right. Hey, hey, if I have a shirt, right, and I sell it to you for $20, and then you suck my dick, that blowjob was free. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, we yeah, have I war- suck your dick. I don't know. Wait, what? We have Wardlow. Yeah, yeah. He debuted and started killing people. By that, I mean Cody. You don't think he's joining Inner Circle, do you? No. I think maybe, if if anything, a few years down the line, I would never want this to happen so soon, but um, a few years down the line, whenever Jericho is getting all worn out from being there and he's elevated enough people and he leaves and he needs someone to step up in the Inner Circle, 
You have MJF to do it and take. Dude, he'd be he'd be the AJ Styles of the group. You're being positive as fuck that that group will even be around still. Yes, I I, I hope that AEW is different, and they don't do what all these other federation wrestling companies do, and they actually keep factions around for a long time. Factions break up way too fast in places. Yeah. I would love, I would love for the inner circle still to be going in a couple of years. That would be awesome. Hey, we still have um, Bullet Club. Bullet Club's been around for yeah. years. Yeah. Unfortunately, Chaos is, and they're not really sure they're even a faction anymore. Yeah, Bullet Club's the last one. They're the last one that's been like, dude, what's the last WB faction that was around for like a year? The New Day, really, that's it, huh? I'm a, yeah, they're more they're like SCU though, where they're like a tag team. They're yeah, just like yeah, yeah, tag that's team. true. That's a good point. Oh, you consider count. them a faction. Yeah. I mean, we're um, not going to get another four horsemen until we actually have someone that's. Gonna, I mean, Bull Club really is another four horsemen. Nexus they're wasn't really even around faction. for a whole year, were they? Uh, I don't know. I was even watching that. But yeah, I really hope the inner circles are. I love the idea of the inner circle being around so long that Jericho steps down somewhere and places them. It's not on main roster though. Of the uh, Undisputed Era. Yeah, but they're going to break up soon. It's going to happen. Is this it? it, I guarantee they don't keep... Is it like one of these? Or is it more of one of these? How do they do their, their ease? I don't fucking know, man. I haven't watched them in forever. How do you expect do you want to, to, do you want to NXT after this or now? I want to go to bed. Okay, that's fair. I want to go to sleep. I I I also want to go home and watch Star Wars. So Disney Plus is out, everyone. That's yeah, it is. It's Plus. Yes. Maybe yeah. Dude, you know what's funny? Like clowns. Matt and I think Dakota thought that that was like Yoda. That it was the Yoda. Yeah. No, I did not think it was. The I was Yoda. like. That doesn't make any sense. Well, because one of them, I think it was Dakota's, like, it gives us a real sense of the timeline. I'm like, bro, this takes place after six. <laughs> I was like, that's not Yoda, it's just his species. And they were both like, oh. Yeah. They were like, oh. I was like, yeah. it's not actually Yoda, it's just his species. Dude, Yoda was around in fucking Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like, what? I, I guess they were assuming this takes place long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away, I guess. There's pretty, pretty princesses. Yeah, no, I. It's just a con. Oh, I'm sorry if we spoiled anything in it, in it, everyone. Yeah, we're dicks just now. Yeah, we fucked up. No one's listening to this show. That's a good point. Excellent. Um. So Wardlow debuted. Is uh, he's he's MJF's bodyguard. It looks like, and I don't know. I thought it was kind of stupid that like, okay, so, <laughs> so MJF and and Jericho are beating up Cody. Then Wardlow comes down and they beat up Cody. And MJF and him are hanging Cody. I'm like, doesn't Cody have any friends? <laughs> Cody's got to have some friends. I'm like, I, I know he has friends, damn it. <laughs> Why isn't someone helping him and no one helped him? But I guess the reason is, oh, what they should have said is that, that uh, PP was uh, jumping they should have moved that the background. Segment. They should have moved that segment to earlier so that yes. could be Because that segment didn't happen until after the next match. Yes. That's what yes, they should have done, yeah. You're a genius. That's what they should have done. Because I actually had that thought when it happened. I'm like, this should have happened earlier so the Bucks had an excuse. Yes. But, yeah, but I mean, it was it was a little thing, so whatever. It was, it was a really good segment. I enjoyed this segment a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed this segment. It was really our first MJF promo, wasn't it? Has he really, like, cut a promo on TV? Uh, I think the first week he, he cut... Well... 
I think the, he walked the, to the, the ring and yeah, said something. Yeah, he walked something to the ring maybe. and yeah. just called Brandon Cutler a driver, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was cool. That's right, he did wrestle. I forgot he even fucking wrestled. He yeah. wrestled one time. All right, so. Yeah, Brandon Cutler died. Yeah, he did. Do you remember when, who, who was that that made fun of Brandon Cutler falling? Mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara. Oh, it was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imitating, he was like, oh, oh who am elite? I? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> that was funny. All right, next up we have uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Pac. Uh, this match was a good match, but unnecessary. Yeah, it made me sad. Here's the thing. Like, like what's the point? I, I get that you're having your rubber match, right? It's like, because you want to do the best out of three, but it's like, okay, Page won last night, and it, it ended Pac's streak, okay? Which is a big fucking deal, which popped me like crazy when Page won. It made Page look really good, and I think even elevated him a little bit. It was a really big deal, and then he just lost. Dude, yeah, dude, I can't even... I'm like, why don't you just do this match way later? You could have done the rubber match. You don't have to do it now. Yeah, I can't even begin to think of like what direction you could even go with for something like like the story. I, I don't know. It was it was a waste of having Pac lose his first match maybe, and putting Paige over. Maybe, I, like I don't. I lo- I I do like to put a lot of faith in them, so maybe they do have some sort of idea here. But I I just I can't even fathom what they're going for. Dude, yet. every time I see Paige, all I can think is, dude, this guy needs elevated. He needs help. He needs to be yes. elevated. That's all I keep thinking. I'm like, you need to fucking help elevate him. And they did it, and they just took it away. So I don't know. Hopefully they do something with Paige. I don't know. But as you said, it was definitely a really good match. I enjoyed it. Um, here's, I don't know. This kind of fucking annoyed me. So Pac is in the corner. Paige is like two moves to him, a kick and something else, and is, and is beating his ass in the corner. So the ref steps in and physically gets in the way and pushes Paige away. He does this twice, and Paige is like, no, he goes back. The ref physically again gets in the way and pushes him. And JR goes, this is a mistake by Paige. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The ref's fucking making a move. And then Pack attacks him, and then Pack just keeps kicking his ass until he wins. I'm like, why the fuck did the ref do that? That was stupid. The ref basically cost him the match right there. Yeah. Like, it was fucking stupid. That, that annoyed me. I mean, I guess they're trying to tell the story of, like, oh, well, you know, Pac's an asshole and he wasn't following the rules and he was playing dirty and he wouldn't back when he was supposed to. I'm like, I don't know. It just annoyed me that the ref basically kept pushing Paige back and then he got kicked because he was distracting Paige. But whatever. So that was that match. How until we see Marty? I just want some Marty in my life. I mean, maybe December... Oh my god, that's too far from now. I mean, that's that's assuming we will, which I hope we do. All right, now we have a now we have a backstage segment with some fighting. What was it? Uh, Chris Jericho. What did he do? Nothing. But P and P. PP. PP. Proud and powerful. Sir, 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 whooping it, whooping, whooping butt. Whooping that buck ass. Whooping that buck ass. Whooping that buck ass. Yeah, so you have the Bucks and Proud and Powerful feuding backstage. Um, this uh, this was okay, I guess. It was fine. Yeah, there was nothing bad about they it. They fought a lot, and then they had a nice funny spot in the middle. What was that? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Santana was, yeah, Santana was uh, throwing one of the Jacksons down a hallway, and it busted one of the, the, like, the bathroom door open, and then Orange Cassidy just... Standing there, leaning against the wall, yeah. and Santana just like stops everything he's doing. He just slowly closes yeah. the door, and then goes back to beating up the Jackson. Yeah, it was, was funny. That was funny. Uh, th- dude, th- this fight kept going all the way through the commercial break in the picture and yeah. picture, and then it kept going when they got back and they finished it. It was a long brawl. Yes, 
Um, anything else to add on that when I'm done? Yeah, I got nothing really to add to that. I like your William Shatner mask. Oh, thanks. I'm a fan of it as well. Nice. I got it. I got it off of when he was sleeping. I just kind of molded it. That's yeah. made of jisms. So next up, we have the main event. We have SCU versus the Inner Circle. SCU, which is Frankie and Scorpio Sky versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Uh, SCU was indeed assisted to the ring, accompanied to the ring, by returning at full gear, Christopher Daniels. Yes, the fallen angel. Zero Miro. He got up. Is that, is that me or you? It's me. The angel got up. I mean, this was a match. It was an enjoyable match. Like, it was nothing super special. There was some funny Jericho shit. Jericho did his fucking... He did his pin he used to do whenever he was a, a, a young a young Chris Jericho back in the cruiserweight days where he, he puts his foot on him and does, like, the Hogan thing and, like, like the fucking pose, which is oh, really yeah. funny. He did that. There was some other funny stuff where... Jericho did the thing where he, uh, he gets beat up and just runs on it, scoots over on his knees to the corner and hugs Sammy. That was really funny. Just some classic funny heel stuff. Um, there's a moment where Sammy poses and Jericho just runs in the ring to pose with him. It was good stuff. Jericho's a funny dude. He's enjoyable. I like yes. him. And then we get anything else during the match? No, I mean, basically just some interference by Hager and then Daniel stopped him, that type of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Typical... Typical um, interference nonsense. Yeah, and then uh, Jericho went for his lion salt, and uh, somebody got their knees up. I think it was Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio got his knees up, and then he came. Scorpio came off the top, and then Jericho reversed into a code breaker for a very good false finish. I thought yeah, it was I, fucking over, yes. and I was like, this can't be. They're not, he's not going to win the titles. How can this be? So, yeah, that was it. And then uh, Scorpio gets a small package and gets the win. Yeah, and oh, this is something we didn't mention. Uh, at the beginning of the match, they mentioned this has a 60-minute time limit, and then the commentators mentioned that if it goes over, the, the show runs over, the match goes past the show, they will show the rest of the match on the YouTube. Because it's a title match, it will not end in a, in a draw because of the time because the show goes off the air. So, as you said, that's interesting. That was, yes. It was interesting. I liked it. Um, yeah, but ultimately we have... Um, Scorpius guy, scoring the pin on Chris Jericho of all yeah, people. Yeah. Um. It's, so hopefully this means a title match set up for Scorpius guy. I know the guy's been pretty over. Yeah. People have been talking about Scorpius guy and how 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 much that that tournament put him, like just him over. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. There, he's always not going to beat him, but simply getting a world title shot and then losing to Jericho and dude, having a good match is going to elevate him a lot. I, dude, I was just going to say, just being in the ring with Chris yeah. Jericho for he'll, a main event would get the rub. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, there's something else that, I, was say. I think that was the end of the show, but it was the end of the show. There's something else is going to say about the end of the show. Oh yeah, Jericho threw his tantrum. He was he was known for those tantrums too. But there was a lot of old callback to old WCW shit in here. He threw one of his tantrums and was, I remember in WCW the same thing. He was banging the chair against the fucking uh the the thing and started crying. It was great. It was fun. So then that's all we have. There's nothing else to say about the uh, fantasy league or anything else. That's it. That's all we have. Yeah. So Gable. Oh fuck you! Successfully defends his title. Yeah, with uh, the the this, the final score. Keep in mind, we went tied into this. So basically, Gable had a full gear run here where he got a shit ton of points. He ended up with two eighty to my two twenty and killed me. This yeah. isn't like last week where we won by ten. You killed me this week. This two. I mean, but like in my defense, time. though, we still stayed pretty neck and neck up until the last show. Yeah, that's my defense. 
Your defense. Yeah. So yeah. So two. This is two. Uh, what's what are we calling them? I remember we we figured out a thing to call them. I can't remember because they're not weeks. Uh, innings or something. Two. That's what it is. Two innings. Gable has won two innings in a row of our fantasy league, and it's quite embarrassing for me. I'm being embarrassed, humiliated, subjugated to such humiliation. I don't appreciate it. Suffocation and something. Don't give a fuck. If, if I suffocate and jerk off. Is that what that is? Yes. Autoerotic asphyxiation. That's it. We're done. Oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be live next week in Indianapolis for uh, AEW Dynamite. This will probably be the last one I go to for a long-ass fucking time. Going, uh, taking, taking Finch as a uh, birthday present. I'm sure he won't listen to this, so it won't ruin the surprise. Dude, I'm pretty sure he still doesn't even know he's fucking going. Like his girlfriend has, his girlfriend has told me he needs to he needs to have the days off because he's going somewhere that day, and he needs to be packed. He doesn't even I don't think he even knows I'm coming. I'm just gonna That's show up. The, cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna show up at the door. And be like, all right, let's go. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, so how are we doing this? What are we gonna do for next week? How are we doing our recording? I actually had Thursday an idea. Night? I had an idea. Oh, it's your idea, you dumb bitch. What if we both just do quick separate ones and you just download them? I can just do NXT next week. Why? I don't know. Why would we do two separate ones? I think it'd be fun to get two perspectives. Who wants to listen to two different shows, though? They're going to be so short. They're going to be 20 minutes each, probably. That's dumb. I don't like recording myself. It's so dumb. That's why. That's your real fucking reason. Because you're boring or something? I don't know, it's just, it, it's not as fun. Well, then what are we going to do then? Just do it on Thursday. That's dumb, but okay, that's dumb. I'm, when Thursday? I'm not even working Thursday, you fuck. Friday, then. We'll do it two days late because you don't want to record by yourself. It's fine. Fine. All right, we're done. All right, thanks for listening. Well, tell them stuff, man. Uh, tell them, Steve Dave. That's not it. Oh, um, make sure you guys follow us. Uh, clearly, you know where to find our podcast if you're here. Follow us on Twitter at BreakroomBS1. Live tweet. That is at BreakroomBS1. We live tweet throughout the show. That is a new thing that I just started doing this week. <laughs> well, throughout the AEW show. Not you invented show. it, too. No one else does that. No one else live tweets. No one. Dude, that looks like blood. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, I agree.